3: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Packernet After Dark. This is the call-in show of the Packernet Podcast Network. If you'd like to call in, if you'd like to participate in the show, please feel free to do so. The phone number here is 608-501-0718. New callers go directly to the front of the line. We don't have any new callers today, so let's hear from Daniel from California.
0: Something I noticed also from the game. Do people just not target
4: Carrington Valentine? Like, what did they throw at him? Maybe two or three times? No. Like, do we have a Valentine Island? (laughs) Like,
0: I I haven't, yeah, I just don't remember the ball going to him except for the couple plays downfield when they're in man coverage. But, you know, when it's his half of the field when they're playing the uh, cover two, it's just they don't even go to his side. Uh, let me know if that's, uh, if I'm not, if if I'm seeing something. Because I, I just, I, I just, that's what's in my head. And then he did the uh, the Jaguars dance after he uh, swatted the ball on the deep ball NBS. Uh, that was cool, too. <laughs> go, Pat, go.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's what's so cool about the whole situation is, I mean, you know, we remember when we had some pretty dire situations at corner, and it feels like we should be right back there again. You know, Randall, Rollins, Gunter. You know, I mean, it was it was an unfortunate situation. We were trying to rectify. We knew we needed to replace these guys. We were trying. I mean, that's what Randall and Rollins were. It was an attempt to replace these guys um, and Jones and, you know, whatever. First, second round swings, and it just wasn't working. And we're kind of in that situation again, or at least it feels like we should be. And you assume that these guys are just going to get picked on, right? I mean, you got these these solid receivers, you know, some better than others, but... Guys that should be fully capable of taking advantage of major weaknesses, and it just doesn't seem like we have major weaknesses. Even, even if they're not premier, and they take turns being good and bad and whatever, but even the bad, you know, when they grade out poorly, you look at it and it's like six targets, four receptions, 41 yards, no touchdowns. Like, oh, wow, that's rough. <laughs> I don't freaking care. That's it? That's it. That's all you did. I don't care. That's not, you give them whatever, you give them a zero grade.
1: I don't give a crap. That doesn't bother me at all. Hey, Ryan, it's Nate. Um, I just wanted to call in um, the next day. I, I legitimately have not slept. I, I laid down <laughs> last night, um, and I it, I just laid there for hours. I think I finally fell asleep for an hour, um, and then just uh, eventually I just decided to get up at 6.30 in the morning. And I figured I might as well call into the PackerNet podcast. Um but man, I, I, I'm still just, like, even with the lack of sleep, I'm still just buzzing and just yeah. wired from that win last night. And I, like, I, it's, it's one thing to just for me, like, yeah, obviously I'm excited for this season. Um you know, I, I think things are turning around in a way that just a few weeks ago, I, I would never have believed, but, I think the biggest thing for me right now is like the future, yep. the future of this team. How many players do we have who are showing flashes, who are playing out of their minds in their first or second year? I mean, this this team is built to dominate. You know, if we, if, good lord, if we hit on, if we just hit on a couple of picks, just a couple. You know, we, I, I don't even know what the positions should be, but. Yeah, I just I'm like words can't even say how how good our couple of draft classes are are showing right now. Like we've got Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, um, and then Jaden Reed. Like we have three legit guys, legit guys. And you know what? I I, I do have to. Uh, I, I'm just going to come out. I've uh, I've I've said it before, but I'm going to keep eating crow on Jaden Reed because when we made that pick, I was furious.
3: I, was- I mean, I, I was too, uh, but only because I completely missed him. I mean, he was, I made a list of a hundred guys and I said, I'm going to go through all 100 and I'm going to give my opinion on them. And he was like, and I, I made it past a hundred, but I started like sorting through it. I'm like, okay, you know, find somebody past 100 that I don't remember what it was, but like kind of popular names or whatever. You guys tell me who to watch. And I just, I think some people might've told me Jaden Reed, but I just didn't get to it. At least I don't think I did. And I, I was mad because I watched it. I'm like, this guy's good. But yeah, at the time I was mad because it's like he wasn't even in the top consensus top 100. I I mean, I, this is ridiculous. And there's a bunch of guys on the board that I still like. But then I watched him and it was like, oh, dang. And then you see him in Green Bay and it's like, oh, dang, right? I mean, it, you know, is he Justin Jefferson? No. Is he like a really solid piece that can make this offense go? Yes, absolutely.
1: Furious. Because it was like a, I, I, it was a like no name guy to me. I didn't do any research on him, so right, I, exactly. I just was like pissed. But now I'm like, I you know what? Give me give me the crow. Give it give it to me. Yeah. I'll eat it. I'll eat it all Dude, day I long. Eat that if, up. Uh, if, if he is what uh, what he's you know looking like he could be, you know. Uh, and then Christian Watson, man, what a day. Yeah. You know, people have been saying like they've been giving us so much. Because they're like, oh, didn't you gonna say he was good? Didn't you say he had all the potential? Blah blah blah. And he wasn't playing that great. And you know, I was I was like, oh God, did we did we end up missing on Christian Watson? And then he comes out and just balls out. Just absolutely balls out. That's exactly what you want to see. Everything in this game was exactly what what I wanted to see. Now I turned the game off. Um after we stalled out uh, on, a, on, a, on a drive there, only because uh, I, for the first half of the game, it was awesome to watch, and I thought my curse was over. And the only reason I turned the game. Part two. Sorry, again. Um, but just to finish up my thoughts there, um, I did turn the game off just because I I didn't want my curse to uh, come back and ruin the game for us. So I, I turned it off, and I was like, "Well, I'll either be pleasantly surprised." But even um, – I remember telling my wife, I, I said, even if everything stalls out here, even if even if we completely stall out here and the Chiefs come back and, and win this game. Um, you know, we kept checking the, the score updates, and I, and I know it was a nail-biter down. You know, you got Patrick Mahomes with the ball, but we said even if Patrick Mahomes would have driven down the field and they get the touchdown, two-point conversion – Still, they had probably gone into overtime, and even if they came back and won, I still would have seen it as a victory for us, right. regardless. Just just because the way that we played, we went toe, toe to toe with you know one of the Goliaths. As it was David versus the Goliath in this game, there's no way we were supposed to win this game. But man, these rookies and these second year guys—they're looking good. They're looking great. And, um, the only, the only real thing that I, that I want, um, one of my few complaints in this game is holy the right guard situation is worse than I thought. I said we should have, like, taken the, taken a guard in the draft last year. We didn't. We didn't do any linemen. And now you're seeing why, uh, I wanted a guard last year. It is bad. Um, Sean Ryan ain't it from what I'm seeing. Uh but I know John Runyon and get him, get him off get him off. Get him off his team. I don't want to look at his face anymore. I really, really, really don't. So that's that's my thoughts. Go back
3: Yeah, I mean and, and so two things. Number one, right guard. Uh completely agree. I, I've been a big uh John Runyon fan for a while. He's he's been a really solid right guard for us. You know, again, not the greatest run blocker, but one of the better pass blocking guards in football, which is a fantastic thing to have. Um and has just completely fallen off. I don't know if it's a change in play style or I don't know exactly what would have changed him so drastically for him to fall off. But he has, and um, you know, I'm willing to exercise some level of patience with Sean Ryan. But I just it, it started off so bad for him, and it doesn't look like it's really getting much better. So I'm I'm with you, and I think you know again, my stance is take some swings at offensive line, like they do almost every year with the exception of last year, get back into that couple swings, you know, call it three again. Um, because it's, well, specifically addressing guard. um, I don't mind mid to late round swings. Tackle, I know we tend to do a good job with that, but I still would prefer if we're swinging out a left tackle or something to go kind of early. Um, But anyways, yeah, I mean, that, that, That needs to be addressed, but I I think take a bunch of swings, let Sean Ryan compete. Uh, John Runyon, I don't know exactly his contract situation or whatever, but possibly move on. I don't really love that just because it's, you know, I don't know. At that point, you're, you got Sean, I mean, Sean Ryan is your starter at that point, you know, I don't really like that, but whatever. We can address that when when the time comes to look at right guard. I love the fact that that's like our biggest concern right now. That's kind of crazy it should be something like corner or, you know, left tackle or quarterback or wide receiver or something like that, you know, you would think would be the bigger concern or potential concern running back. And yet here we are talking about right guard, which I just, I don't want to say I don't care because it can be a detrimental thing as we saw in this past game, some some pretty bad reps. But... um yeah, and then, you know, similar to what you said about the Chiefs and just not really caring about the outcome, even if they came back, that's, that's sort of my thing moving forward. I mean, down the stretch, my thought was, please, Jordan, don't just, like, throw up a, a bunch of uh, picks to lose the game. Like, if we lose, fine, but if we lose on a Jordan Love pick, and that kind of becomes, like, his identity as these late-game picks or whatever, like, that's just not good. The number one thing I care about is Jordan Love continuing to play this well or or at least similar to this well throughout the end of the season, so that by the end of the season, Jordan is considered one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. That is the most important thing. Secondarily would be, you know, the other people, you know, the people still loving the wide receivers or this or that or whatever. Now, if all those things happen, it's unlikely that we, we have that and we end up losing. But the point is if I would rather lose and still look good. This whole white men can't jump thing—it's the Wesley Snipes side of things. But uh, I'd rather lose and look good than win and, and not really have the same amount of confidence. Because you're right. I mean, the—it's not just oh man, this year could be great. This year already is pretty great. But it's the—it's. I think that's where the extra added excitement comes from. It's why I'm more excited about this season than I was in 2021 or 2020. Two. I mean, it, it's kind of multiple reasons. Number one, as weird as it sounds, I'm not less confident in our ability to win the Super Bowl this year as those other years. And the reason is, even when we were a top team, did you really feel like we were going to win a Super Bowl? You knew it was possible, but it really, really, really felt unlikely, partially just because statistically it is unlikely, and partially just because the team has a habit of just crapping the bed. So do you really feel like we have less of a chance if we get in the playoffs? Not really. Especially not 2021. 2020 felt really probable... And then by the time twenty twenty one rolled around, it's like if we didn't win last year, we're not going to win this year. And when we got blown out immediately, it's like, yeah, oh, that's that seems about right. That's exactly how this goes. Now this year we steamroll the freaking Chiefs, and it's like, okay, that feels different. But then on top of that, the other thing that that feels as good or better is it's not a matter of like, dude, we've got we've got a year, maybe two to win, and and we might just be done. Now you're looking at it, and it's like, hey, maybe we do something this year, and if we don't. Next year, in the year after that, in the year after that. And it's just like we're just adding at this point. Like, even even if like, you know, this isn't the year. And next year, let's say we don't get any receivers because we think we got the guys, and we find out next year we don't have the guys. And it's in 2025, in the, you know, Lambeau field Green Bay draft that we end up realizing we need a receiver and we get that for like I don't care. I'm 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 operating with a 10, 15 year vision right now for the Green Bay Packers. Like, this is basically the rest of my life, potentially, if Jordan Love is the guy. I'll be in my 50s by the time. I mean, if I'm like 53 years old, having never seen a bad quarterback in Green Bay, good Lord, why am I excited? Get out of my face. This is ridiculous. So yes, Jordan continuing to play this way. there's, there's, There's no words for how important that is. And I am so sorry to the the only thing that matters is Super Bowls crowd for not being able to enjoy something that would be that magical. And for the people who can't let go of the anger toward the pick to be excited about the pick, I'm very sorry to you. I promise you, you should try it out because this is a lot of fun over here. But Nate, I am in complete agreement with everything that you've got going on over there.
4: What's going on, Ryan? Chris from Alabama, man. What's going on, man. Uh, man, 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 man. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to call in right after the game. Well, I actually did, but I had to be up so early this morning, man. I had to immediately go to sleep, man. I had to wake up like three o'clock <laughs> this morning, so soon as the game was over, I tried my best after maybe an hour after the game to go to sleep. So I took, might as well say, a nap and got up and headed out to get my work week started. So there you go. I want to call in now on Friday. I don't know what date it's going to get played. Cause I'm pretty sure it's been a gang of phone calls. <laughs> but man, oh man, my, oh my, how has the tides have turned? Yep. Jordan Love played an amazing game. The receivers played an amazing game. Defense played awesome. This team looks like a totally different team. This is the team that I wanted to see at the beginning of the year. And even even the team that I thought that I was see at the beginning of the year wasn't this good. This team has has exceeded that. Yep. Like, and, and, and I apologize for my voice. might be a little raspy this morning because I was just out of my mind last night, especially at the end of the game when it was coming down to the nitty-gritty. So I lost my voice this morning. But, man, that was just a great win, man. And, Ryan, man, we're making the playoffs, man. <laughs> Look at our last our, – our five remaining games are against the Giants, Carolina, Tampa Bay, Minnesota, and Chicago. I would dare say we could run the table and be eleven and six. And I was just looking like a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking about my my predicted wins. And I was at uh you had me at ten and a half, I said ten or eleven. And a couple of weeks ago, like, man, what was I thinking? This team, thinking this team was going to win 10 games. Yeah, this right. team ain't going to win 10 games. <laughs> and now I look up and like, my prediction is in play. Yep. I could be absolutely correct with the 10 or 11 wins. And looking at these five games, the only game that I can see is maybe a slight oh of... Or Tampa. Losing is Minnesota, and that's only because it's a divisional game, but yeah. I think we'll beat Minnesota, man. Man, this team has, oh, my God, man. It, they, they just, man, they turned it all the way around. And I need
3: to. A- uh, we got part two and three coming up, but, yeah, I you know, I mean, and, again, stuff, things changed quick, and it can change back quick. But. The, the the way that they're, it's, it's so weird because you look at it and it's like, it's kind of crazy to think, run the table. Like, that's, that's a lot of winning, even if it's bad teams. But then you look at the teams and it's like, really? We're not losing to the freaking Giants. I mean, anything can happen. But are you serious? And Carolina, no chance. So that leaves Tampa, Minnesota, Chicago, right? Or am I missing a team? I don't know. Let's just say that's it. Tampa? I don't think so. Minnesota and Chicago. Well, Chicago supposedly is playing better. Da 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 da. I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying it. This one's in Lambeau, right? We started off in Chicago and beat them in Chicago when we weren't even playing at our best. What do they have? Supposedly an improved defense. Yeah, but not as improved as ours. <laughs> right? Uh Justin Fields is playing better. Yeah, not as not, I mean, not to the degree that Jordan Love is playing better. So, I just, I'm sorry. No, I mean, that, let's be honest, the team's still a joke. It's still a joke. They can't beat anybody. They're awful. So, you're right. I mean, that leaves Minnesota. And and it's just like, well, their defense is playing better, right? But their defense is not as good as the Chiefs' defense. Their offense is not as good as the, as the, in fact, they're not as good as Detroit. And they are probably going to have Justin Jefferson back. I think he might even be back as early as this week, but they don't have a quarterback. I mean they they don't have a quarterback. They they brought in a guy to be quarterback and then it seems like they're going to bench him because he's so bad and then they're going to put in somebody else that's not really a quarterback. I'm sorry, we're losing to that? So it's 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 really either the team just completely craps the bed one of these days or they continue to play well and we do run the table. And I I mean either are realistic scenarios, but It's not very unlikely that they do run the table because they're so significantly, I mean the way that they're playing right now, assuming that they can continue to play well, and it doesn't have to be like mega elite as well as they played the Chiefs, just don't completely crap the bed. As long as you can continue to play just good, forget great, just play good, I don't need 90 Jordan Love, give me like 75 Jordan Love and we're going to run the table, period. Give me that across the t- across the board, and we will run the table because we're that much better right now than all these other teams.
4: All right, three minute monster got me. I figured, <laughs> man, I figured, but I need to say this because I was on record after I want to say the Denver game. I said I was out. Right, I did. I said I was out. Yep, the Jordan a wasn't it. I went straight to draft mode. Straight that we need a quarterback. I'm going to say this. It looks like that I was wrong. <laughs> this man has did enough in the in the past. I'm gonna say months. I know it's been like what two, three weeks. Maybe and really two weeks because we had two games in one week. But even I say for the round game. Even the Steelers game he yeah, had the two pitch in the Steelers game was kind, of high, but I could see okay, he was playing a little bit better. He started off it, it wasn't just oh he he trashed in the first half and then the second half he get it going. It was like a complete game with a little first here and there, but I say since the Rams game, I just see improvement after improvement after improvement, yeah, and this game that I saw tonight from that quarterback. I'm like, yeah yep yeah he 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 can be the guy, so I prematurely jumped off the train, <laughs> and i am I'm, I'm going too. to be mad enough to admit that I was premature to jump off the train. I'm gonna be mad enough to admit that I was wrong <laughs> about the quarterback. The man got it now. Will he have another bad game? He might, he might not. But what I've seen, especially in the past three weeks, in the past three games, I say games, I keep saying weeks when we had them two games on the week. These last three games, especially, I can see where we could potentially in the future get
3: to a Super
4: Bowl with this guy. Oh, yeah. We're shaky at first, but I do believe we can. So now with that being said, we really can – well, I can share my focus. I don't know where everybody else focuses at. I can share my focus off quarterbacking, and, and now we can be trying to get offensive linemen. I really think we need to go offensive linemen. Yeah. We definitely need to go left tackle. We need to be looking at left tackle early. Uh, you know, some more offensive weapons. I mean, and, and, and the playoffs, depending where we can get to, we might can make a run. <laughs> yeah. I ain't going to say we get to the
1: Super Bowl, but we <laughs> might
4: get a couple of playoff games in. So, hey, I don't, I don't know. We, we shall.
3: Three minute got him again, but I, I, I said this yesterday, but it's so funny that we're all kind of doing that where it's like, listen, I'm not saying Super Bowl. I mean, come on. I'm not, but I mean, you know, kind of a little bit, right? Like, maybe. I mean, listen, like we're we're going to the playoffs and maybe we can win. Maybe we can win one. Maybe we can win two, right? Could we I mean maybe we can win three? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But yeah, and, and and I mean, I'm kind of I really like the idea of building up the trenches. I, you you know I like the offensive line as it is, and I think it gets way too much crap. But a lot of that was more so it's getting more hate than is deserved. More so than me saying like, no, no, no. It's 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 perfect the way that it is. It's not perfect. Now it is still a top pass blocking offensive line. That's true. But I mean, you start to look at like the Eagles and stuff, and it's just it's such a. Especially when you start to admire the Packers for their physical, um, the way that they're playing physically. If you really put an exclamation point on that with the trenches. Just get some dominant beasts up front, offensive and defense. And I know it's it's kind of sucks because it's like, well, we've done a lot already as far as the defensive line, especially edge or whatever. And um, but man, you you, you get some freaking some monsters up front, offensive line. You know, and and pass blocking obviously is the most important. But man, if can you imagine this team if they could pass block as well, but also were just really good run blockers? kind of like what they have in Philadelphia or even in Detroit, where A.J. Dillon just, you know how occasionally, like I I say occasionally, what I mean is rarely, there's like a big gaping hole to run through, and he runs through it and gets a bunch of yards and then like smacks somebody and, and knocks him out with a concussion with his big thighs. Imagine if that happened like kind of regularly, and then we had another guy that was more of a quick, shifty, slasher type, and it's just, so not only is Jordan Love carving you up in the passing game, but when we decide to run it, we actually get a bunch of yards. Kind of consistently. And then on defense, you know, we're still obviously focused on the pass. It's about pass rush. It's about coverage. But we are just a suffocating defensive line. You remember, think back to Tampa. Think to San Francisco those years when they just destroyed us. You cannot move the ball against them. Trying to get a freaking yard is impossible. And they make you one-dimensional and they make you throw. And that's when we unleash the pass rushers. We need corner. It's true. I wouldn't mind a true alpha number one wide receiver. I wouldn't mind a uh, running back to kind of complement AJ and replace Aaron. You know, sometime down the line, whenever that may happen, certainly wouldn't mind safety, but offensive line, defensive line, especially interior offense. Well, we do need a left tackle, but he's he's doing a pretty good job, especially interior offensive line and defensive line. Just just in terms of upping that physicality a little bit, which it seems like the the team is all about right now. That's kind of a cheap and easy way to make your team just freaking me get those get those big boys up front and get a couple guys with some attitude find some mike daniels you know <sighs> man i I just i like that a lot i really do all right let's uh, we're somehow already 30 minutes into this almost so chris has got one more call but let's take a break real quick patreon.com forward slash pack underscore Daddies, where you can support the podcast you can do so for as little as one dollar per month who doesn't have a buck a month come on man you know you got a buck a month my wife's trying to talk me into uh Getting Walmart Plus, which you get all our groceries delivered, which is super dope. But that's like four bucks a month. And it's like, yes, please and thank you. This is $1 a month. I hope I'm providing you with $1 a month worth of entertainment. But that's up to you. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high value Jordan Love card. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com/packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com/packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase.
4: All right, I promise this the last one because i I just want to get everything off. But depending on the seeding, I can at least see us going to a divisional. We can, win, we can win one playoff game.
3: Yeah.
4: If we were to fall where we get the fifth or the sixth slot, the fifth slot is going to be really hard to get because that's yeah, going to yeah. be Dallas or Philadelphia, probably going to be Dallas. I don't think, I think Philadelphia's going to beat Dallas, and that's going to kind of, kind of, kick them out of the running, because that means Philly would have been a swift so they basically have to, Philly basically have to, after that, what, lose out for them to catch them, or whatever. So I think Philly's going to win the division. They'll probably be the number one or number two seed, 49ers, that deal. Detroit probably going to be number three. If we get in the sixth spot, and can play Detroit. Mm. We can beat Detroit in the playoff game. Yeah, I really feel like we can beat Detroit in the playoff game. Now after that, I'm gonna get the It gets tough. Yeah, it gets tough. Uh, I don't think we ready for that.
3: Here, here's the thing, though. I think Philly can be beatable. It's just a matter of catching them at the right time because they are real susceptible to just not super great play. I mean, they're similar to the Chiefs, right? The Chiefs are a dangerous team. And I think if we had not just beaten the Chiefs, we'd be saying the same thing. Like, we can beat a lot of teams. Can we beat the Chiefs? Eh, probably not. I think they're beatable. Dallas is kind of similar, right? Can we beat Philly at their best? Probably not. Can we beat Dallas at their best? Probably not. Can we catch them, though? Yes, I think so. Now, San Francisco's tough. Now, I mean, they they had a real rough patch where they were just sucking. And I don't know how much that's going to rear its head. But they're kind of rumbling again. They started off the season as like one of the most dominant teams in NFL freaking history and then just fell off a cliff and then are like, never mind, we got our footing back and are just beating the living crap out of everybody. That's kind of the stumbling block where it's like, I just don't know if I can see us getting through San Francisco into the Super Bowl. It it would more, I think the hard part is, and I don't mean to discount the Packers, but it's just, it's real tough because Philly, Dallas, San Francisco. Not that we'd have to play all three, obviously, but um, it just feels like you kind of have to catch them a little bit because they're so white hot when they're playing really well. Philly is maybe the one team where it's like, I, you know, because I don't know exactly where the Packers ceiling is. It just seems like every time I, I set the bar, they keep resetting it. And if they can keep doing that, then then obviously they can compete with anybody. But where they are right now, maybe Philly, I could see them like, OK, both teams at their best, maybe. Dallas and San Francisco I struggle with it's funny because you look at AFC NFC it's like all the talents in the AFC it's like I don't know dude (laughs) when you look at the top of the NFC it's hard to compete with that so you kind of wonder if you beat that and get into the Super Bowl if you maybe kind of played your hardest game already because I mean there's a good chance you're seeing the Chiefs we already beat them maybe Baltimore or whatever I don't know but um Miami but I get what you're saying I mean it's it's you kind of got those second tier teams that the Packers could probably bludgeon a little bit, and then after that, it might be tough. But I, 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 think we can win one and maybe steal one. Is is all I'm really saying.
4: But if we could get Detroit, yeah, in the playoffs, which is very possible because Minnesota's about to fall off. Minnesota is in that six seed right now. We're basically tied with them. They're yep. about to fall off, man. Yep, yep, yep. They, they already, they, they don't want to. Play Josh and I ain't want to see it going back to the, uh I forgot the dude's name that played in our game. They talking about Nate Mullen. They, they, they about to go on a quarterback carousel. And they, about to, they just about to fall off. Minnesota ain't even about to be in the running. We might have to worry about Seattle. We might have to worry about the Rams. I don't worry about those two. But we're ahead of those two. So if they were to sneak in, as long as we keep winning, which I schedule, it, it, it's in our favor. We can get that 6 spot. We can at least get one game. But, hey, it's a playoff. All bets are off. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I just want to say I'm sorry. Lord and love, I apologize. Got it, man. You told me that you was a guy, that you can be the guy. I'm good with it. Let's roll with it. Hey, sky's the limit, man. And this is a young ball club. We make the playoffs. It's a very successful season. No matter if we win a playoff game, Fools the playoff game. We get to the playoffs, and in my mind—that's what's simple. But I don't want the three minutes to catch me again <laughs> because I'm rambling because I'm stupid excited right now. So I'm just gonna end it right here. Go, pack go, and I'll talk to y'all later.
3: Yeah, I mean it's it's a different ball. I mean we we got to see, man, because this whole thing is new. um, You know, with them being top tier, and, and it's funny because I had said earlier. We just did this last year and we didn't learn from it. What did what did we not learn from? They were bad. We all gave up. And then the team exploded and we were like, dude, we're, we're going to go on a run. And then how did it end? In crushing defeat. Like the team ended by sucking. And it's like, we should have known better. Let's not do that again. I mean, things can easily fall apart. It's only been a couple games. You know, I mean, Joe Barry, kudos to him for what's been happening. But the, this happened last year too, right? The defense was great. And then... It's just not. And, you know, so uh, who knows? Jordan could fall off. Play calling could fall off. Defense could fall off. Whatever. We'll take it week by week. But for right now, we're going to enjoy this week. We just beat the freaking Chiefs after beating Detroit. So am I going to sit here and talk playoffs? Yes. Am I going to sit here and talk about the possibility of even a Super Bowl? Yes. Is that it? Can, are people going to call me stupid and overreact? Fine. Go ahead. It's fine. I'll put, I put the caveat in. You didn't hear the caveat? I put in the caveats already, okay? I fully acknowledge all of that. I put in the, the, the censorship warnings for everybody to understand. Please understand, this is not the most likely or realistic scenario, okay? But you know what? We just beat the Chiefs, so we're going to talk about it. Just like when Jordan Love was playing bad, and I started looking at quarterbacks. What did I say? This might be the last week I'm able to do this, because Jordan could absolutely start tearing it up next week, so we're going to do it. But for right now, Jordan is bad, so we're going to look at replacement quarterbacks. I put in the caveats. Deal with it. This is what we're doing right now. We're living in the moment, man. And right now, the
2: moment is sweet. Hi, hey, Ryan. Hey. Quick, everything, a.k.a. Packers Packer Superfan. Superfan. what's up? Well, that was fun. Another, another nice victory. Um, good to see. Good to see. I just got done listening to your podcast, porn on my way to work, and uh, Victory Monday here. And uh, I, I could not agree with you more. I think that you know, I think you touched on it a little bit, but I'm going to put an uh, exclamation point on it. Um, you know, what's the difference between the four-game losing streak and where the Packers are today after the Chargers, uh, Lions, and, and uh, Chiefs games? It's one thing and one thing only yeah. in my field, and that is the level of quarterback play. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be giving it all up to George Love right now. I yep. mean, you know, you know kind of my history uh, through the season. Um, I was a huge Jordan Love supporter. I loved the pick when they took him because I thought it would make Jack Rogers up his kid, won two MVPs. I I just love the kid's demeanor. I love everything about him. And then, you know, the start of the season that those those early games, uh, you know, we saw some glimpses. But, you know, halftime at the Ra- in the Raiders game, I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm out. Yeah. I don't think he's the guy. Um uh, you know, I just didn't see it happening. Not, and again, not that I didn't want to see it happen. I, I loved the kid. I wanted it. Sure. More than anything else, the whole Rogers situation especially, there isn't nothing better that could happen than if Jordan Love were to come in and be that next guy and the Packers were to have a better season than they had last year under, under 12. So for me, you know, I had every motivation to want uh, Love to work out. Um, and the fact that he turned it around in these last three, four games is just phenomenal. Um, but it's not, you know, the other, the, the offensive line's playing better, which I think helps a little too, but it, you know, the defense is the defense. Defense has not changed one bit. I mean, again, 25 first downs. Now, granted, it's the Kansas City Chiefs, but they, they get, that's what they do every week. 25 first downs, 148 yards rushing to the Kansas City Chiefs. Come on, Pacheco looked like he was freaking Larry Zonka out there. I mean, this defense can't tackle; they can't, Their run fits are awful. I mean, no, There's, you know. And yes, in the last couple of weeks, have they made have, have they stepped up in big moments? Yes, they have, and I'll give them credit for that. But let's not lose sight of the fact that the defense is awful. And yes, somehow they continue to keep the scoring down. That's great. But it just doesn't meet the eye test. I'm sorry. Um, again, great game by Jordan Love. Go pack, go! Um, you know, I, I think there's a couple trap games.
3: Three minutes got him. Um, yeah. As far as the defense goes, one other because I've thrown in a couple of examples or whatever. But one further example of of why I don't necessarily think points are the most important metric, even though it seems like it is. But in terms of is it really good? There's probably a reason why as the offense has gotten better, the defense has gotten better. When your offense stays on the field, and remember, a lot of people that defended the defense pointed this out earlier, the defense is struggling because the offense can't stay on the field. Well, now the offense is staying on the field and they have these really long extended drives. Really long extended drives means their offense is not on the field. We kept Pat Mahomes on the bench. If Pat Mahomes is on the bench, they can't score as many points. So the offense improving has helped to uh, keep the scoring low on both sides of the ball. Now, I'm not necessarily saying what you're saying, which is that the defense is flat out bad. I don't know that it's bad, but I don't think it's quite as good as a lot of people would point out, just simply looking at the points and saying, you know, sub 20 points makes you elite. They're doing it every week. Therefore, they're elite. I mean, it's just, again, scoring downs across, scoring is down across the league and... um if you look at it in context, I think they are a slightly better than average um, defense. Now, I haven't looked at it since the Chiefs game, but that was sort of what we came to when I kind of looked, did it live on the show. It was like 5% better than an average defense based on the the Ben do not break metric that I've kind of made up on the spot.
2: Yeah. Watch out for the New York Giants, Ryan, <laughs> and the Vikings game. Again, two very tough road games. Yep. <clears throat> I know that neither one of those teams is playing well, but just watch out for those two games. Um, I had the Chiefs winning last night by a couple – or I'm sorry, I had the Packers win last night by a couple points. I think 23-21 and then 27-19, so I was a little off there. Um, Pretty confident they were going to handle business at home tonight. Um, But watch out for those two road games. Monday night football in the Meadowlands, or whatever they call it now. And uh, that game in Minnesota. Those are the two games. I think they're going to go three and two here. Uh, the remainder of the season. So guess that puts them at what, nine and seven, nine and eight, uh, Which probably doesn't make, make. They probably don't make the playoffs. Or I'm not. I guess I'm not sure about that. But anyway, great, great, great win. Uh, basically on the shoulders of Jordan Love. And as we've been saying, and I agree with you. It isn't even about the wins at this point. Yeah. It's about Jordan Love. This whole season is about Jordan Love. And the fact that he's trending in the, in the way that he's trending right now. Um, after last night, I mean, I, you know, uh, you know, he's, he's starting to actually look like the guy. And, again, I said he wasn't the guy after the Raiders. So, glad to, glad to be wrong about that. Go, uh, no Pat,
3: yeah, I haven't uh, started to look a ton into the Giants, and obviously every game you never know what can happen. You know, especially when you start talking about unusual games Thursday night, Monday night, whatever. But the Packers have handled prime time so far, which gives me some confidence. The Giants obviously are struggling and don't really have like a guy at quarterback right now. They're putting in Devito again. I haven't started to break it down, and maybe there's some some surprises in there, but. Um, I'm going to have to dig pretty hard I think to find uh reasons to uh aside from maybe the Packers just feeling themselves a little bit too much and overlooking the Giants I don't know. But uh clearly the Packers will be favored and um I think for good reason but uh we'll we'll start that very soon here. I got to start turning my attention over to uh to the Giants game.
0: Ryan Kyle from Madison. It's Victory Monday, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I am so freaking pumped. We just freaking played the Kansas City Chiefs, and we were the better team, wire to wire, whistle to whistle, no doubt. Now, this is hilarious this morning. I just watched a couple shows. Uh Maybe it's in honor of the you know, the 60-year the anniversary of the JFK assassination last week, but all the networks are going over the non-called footage like it's the Zapruder film. Oh, no kidding. Like, give me a break. Like, first of all, is there any team you want to feel less sorry about non-calls than the Kansas City Chiefs? Right. A team that was gifted the Super Bowl last year. I mean, how many calls have they gotten?
2: Yep.
0: Second of all, like... Dude, it went both ways. I agree, the officiating just went off the rails last minute. But my goodness, I mean, they went against us too. Between the the Mahomes hit that wasn't should have been a penalty. I thought even worse was the the scambling. Uh, you know, with a uh, they called him out of bounds. I mean, no, he, he wasn't. His progress was stopped in bounds. The clock should have kept running. So whatever. And you know what? I don't even care if the, if these if they want to bury the lead. With that garbage on these news programs, who cares? Nobody watches them anymore anyway. But uh the, we know the story is our young quarterback and our young team and our young coach just took apart the Kansas City Chiefs and in rather convincing fashion. Yep. I don't know what that means for the future of the Green Bay Packers, but it certainly is good. I am so proud of this team, and – it's just un-freaking-believable the progress this team is making and what they're doing and they're doing it without so many key pieces. I mean, I, I just, I'm so proud of this team. I'm so pumped. I can't wait to be walking around today, floating on air, enjoying this victory. I mean,
1: man,
0: this is better than I could have imagined, you know, in July envisioning this season. This is this is the stuff of Packers fan fiction right now, and I'm here for it. Everybody out there, enjoy yourself. What a, what a great day. What a great week, and what a great team. Love it. Talk to you later.
3: Yeah, I. I it, it feels silly because it's like we've had so many good years, but you think back and it's like let's just assume we do win enough to get into the playoffs and whatnot. I can't think, I mean, obviously when we won the Super Bowl, was pretty fantastic, but how many storylines have we had over the years that were as satisfying and enjoyable as this one? For all the reasons that have already been laid out. I mean, this, this is so exciting. I really hope they don't lose it down the stretch here, but um, this, is, this is incredible stuff. Um, tell you what, let's, uh, let's take another break. We'll come back and hear from Trevor.
0: Hey Ryan Man it's a great victory Monday Um, I got a buddy who's a Chiefs fan And he's always all over Facebook With this post about the Chiefs Well I see crickets from last night No posts That's what I love to see Yeah. Um, And so I have two things for you First off I know these awards They're all all media voted and everything And like they're The players shouldn't put as much stock in them As they do Neither should we But we do So you know We're going to talk about it anyway With the way Jordan Love has played um, if he continues to play this way for the last five weeks of the season, tell me why he shouldn't be in the MVP discussion. Right. And don't get me wrong. He had a bad stretch. I don't think he'll win it. I don't know that he should even. We have to see how the season plays out, but we know these awards, you know, the, the tail end of the season matters more for these awards. We've seen Rodgers come on strong to finish the season and that's why he gets the MVP. Um, I also think you have to have that pedigree coming in. You know, you don't come out and get it first year typically. Um, so I don't think you will get it. Tell me why you shouldn't at least be in the discussion. I mean, these last three weeks, what quarterback has played better than him? Right. Can, can you name one? I mean, maybe Tua. Um, definitely not Mahomes. Um, definitely not Josh Allen. Uh, Dak Prescott. I think, Dak, Jack Prescott. I think it, Tua yeah. and Dak are probably the front runners, but, um, I, I really think Jordan Love should be in the discussion. And uh, throw the discussion out the window. Matt LaFleur should be the coach of the year. Am I? Have I lost my mind or should he be coach of the year? If 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 we continue with the path. I mean, we only have to win out, I don't think, but if we win enough to make it a playoffs, we have been decimated by injuries. Youngest team in the league. Um, you know, just everybody writing us off. Jordan Love's not the guy. Now look at where we are. And I I just don't see why he would not be coach of the year. I, I understand why he didn't get it when Rogers was here. Well I don't. I understand from the way the media works, but I, I think he should have got it, um, that first year. But this year, if he doesn't get Coach of the Year this year, I mean, who, who, what other coach? Who's gonna get it? Mike Tomlin? Um, no. Are they gonna give it to McCann, whatever his name is, McDaniels down there in, uh, Miami? Maybe, I guess. I don't know. Matt Before to me, Coach of the Year. So, I don't know. It's just really great to see this team turn the corner. Um, and hope to see you continue.
3: Go back home. Yeah, I mean the, so there's the the three awards that I, I I kind of view differently. MVP, I agree. I don't think Jordan wins it. I, I think for all the reasons you laid out, I think, you know, because it's kind of voted as opposed to anything else, Jordan's kind of the newcomer. I think they're all going to assume that he's gonna he's gonna have his opportunities to win that down the line. We wanna get it to some guys, you know, maybe like Dak who Probably won't have a year like this again, right? He, he's just generally not up here. Um, so somebody like that would make more sense, uh, plus more consistency. They'll probably go further in the playoffs, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I think for those reasons. But for me, I just want him in the conversation. That, honestly, at this point is more than enough. If we end the season with serious discussion about whether Jordan Love should win the MVP or if he, for example, gets a couple votes, I'm I'm con- I'm more than content with that. Matt LaFleur, I think, is a shoe-in. I, I Maybe I'm missing somebody. I think that's automatic. Assuming, as you said, we continue on this path, especially if we happen to win a game in the playoffs. Um, I think it's it's remarkable what this team has done. I think it's similar for Brian Gutekunst for executive. I I have a feeling, though, that maybe Houston, whoever that is over there, might get it because of CJ Stroud and just some of the other things. I don't agree with it. I think the Jordan Love pick is much more significant especially because of the crap that he's gotten over the years but also, you know, some other things in terms of uh, the the guts it takes to do it. The fact that it was a much later pick as opposed to Stroud where he was just I mean it, it, who else who else are you going to pick? It was it, it was CJ Stroud was basically picked for Houston. Bryce was taken off the table. So what are you going to do? Take Will Levis? No, you're taking CJ Stroud like it was it was determined for you. So I don't see it as nearly as impressive. And then on on top of it, just in terms of the team building, yes, Houston had a dramatic turnaround, and they're generally a bad football team, but the Green Bay Packers being the youngest team with all the injuries that they've had and and to be able to continue to fight, so not just the Jordan Love pick, but to have Christian Watson and Jaden Reed and Duntavian Wicks, oh, and Zach Tom, who's a fourth-round pick, oh, and filling in at left tackle as a seventh-round pick. Oh, and we've got a rookie, two rookies, one undrafted free agent. Actually, Ballantyne's not a rookie, is he? No, we have a second year undrafted free agent in Ballantyne and a rookie seventh round pick playing corner. We also have had our linebackers out and we've had McDuffie fill in. He's been fantastic. We've had our safeties out, which, by the way, Rudy Ford was a fill in. He's been fantastic. Filling in for him, we've had a rookie seventh round pick, Anthony Johnson, who's done a good job. We've also had Owens come in, who is a free agent acquisition, who's done surprisingly a pretty good job. AJ Dillon, who's another pick, has been doing a really good job. We had Musgrave, who is a pick that was doing a great job. He got hurt. Tucker Craft, who is another pick, has stepped in to fill the void after we lost two tight ends. He's done a very good job. Brian Gutekunst not getting executive of the year is the biggest pile of crap ever and I just I have a feeling it would end up being somebody like again the Houston Texans which is so stupid to me because it's not even close. Congratulations on getting some hits on like the number 2 overall pick. Frickin' whoop de doo. They've had some better hits, but it's it's just it's not even close to me. It's not even close. Hello? all right well good to talk to you
0: hey kyle from madison hey man so one thing i wanted to uh add to what i'm sure is an amazing discussion already going on
2: mm-hmm.
0: as we just soak in this incredible historic freaking win i mean I, as i was watching that it was so surreal and i was just talking out loud to myself and this is, a, you know, these two organizations, it's such a, I don't know, it's like you see the Chiefs and the Packers playing, and It's it's almost, like, cinematic. You know, you can almost hear the, like, NFL films. Do you remember the on ESPN, you know, early 2000s especially, during the day, they didn't have a lot of content, and they would just put on the NFL films, you know, on repeat until NFL matchup would start at 3 p.m. And so I used to watch that, and you got, like, the – you know the drums, the doom, 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 doom. and then the voice comes on, and it, and this this game is so cinematic. Uh, when the Chiefs went for two, I even said out loud, "I'm like, you know, I'm about twelve fourteen, just seems right versus fourteen fourteen. Like twelve to fourteen seems like more of a Packers Chiefs score. <laughs> yep, and they stopped them. So, you know, the whole thing was just wonderful, man. What what a ah, I just am so happy today. I'm so happy. So I, this is not a negative what I'm going to say. It's just an observation. Cause AJ Dillon played awesome. So this, I am not besmirching AJ Dillon in any way. Um, but what I, what I thought and maybe other people thought differently and I haven't seen it again. So maybe I'm wrong, but first impressions were we really do need a speedy change of pace back though sure. to compliment Dillon. Cause I did feel like there were times when he would look like he had quite a bit of space and he just would get clogged up and what looked like it was going to be like a 25-yard run would be like an 8-yard run. And again, he had a great game. And I know like that's his thing. But it is a little mystifying sometimes a guy that large and it feels like somebody just gets kind of a finger on him and he kind of gets off balance. But I love what he does. I love what he makes their linebackers do, just smashing into those guys. But even when Patrick Taylor came in, I think it was in relief, And he's just a little faster guy. I mean, you could see him getting open. And now he doesn't have that top end speed either. But he was he was making some space that Dylan couldn't. I would love to see. And hopefully Jones can get back and do it this year. But in the future, if they could get a real speed merchant as a change of pace back, I just think there's actually more opportunity there. I feel like we left a lot of meat on the bone in the ground game. And just considering Love has done most of what he's done this year without any kind of running game, um, to get a speed merchant, change a pace back, I think they can pop some big runs and make this even more dangerous. All right, peace.
3: I agree. I think A.J. Dillon does a really good job turning four into six, but he has a terrible habit of turning 40 into eight, <laughs> right? It's like those big gainers, man. It's just those, those holes close too fast on them. So, yeah, you need that. You know, Aaron Jones are just kind of those quick guys that, you know, because I mean, really, those giant holes, they they open and they close really, really fast in the NFL. And you got to get somebody that sees it and flies through it and gets to that next level before they get an, a, a hand on them. Um, so, yeah, D- Dylan has a purpose. He has a role and he's he's great to watch as far as the physicality and all that. But, um, yeah, I, I agree. We need to find a better complement that can just Give you those explosive plays on the ground, I think, is what we're missing. And I, I, Dylan can get a couple of them, but it's it's really, really rare.
0: Hey, Kyle from Madison. I'm sorry, I can't help it. I'm just, I'm too <laughs> excited, man. I'm too excited. I got to call and be excited about stuff with everybody. Um, what I really want to say also, so the game plan on offense and defense was pretty freaking brilliant this game. There were only five possessions in the first half. I'm not going to count. I got six. If you count making Mahomes take a knee at the one, I'm not going to count that. So that means there's five possessions, okay? Green Bay had three possessions, and they went, let's see what, they go touchdown and touchdown? That is freaking awesome. I mean, I'm pretty sure, I, I'll have to go back and look at the film, but I'm pretty sure it would have been possible to score faster than that. And I think the Packers made the correct decision with the play calling. And it really feels like Lafleur and Love now are kind of, he's becoming a little bit of an extension of Lafleur. Yeah. I think we're seeing that now. And it's really cool, and I'm really liking what I'm seeing. Uh, you know, we speculated what this offense could look like, the Lafleur offense. I love offense, you know, we speculate all summer, and I think finally now. I think with a or somebody I think even mentioned that on a broadcast maybe. But uh, it was such a dynamic offensive team plan to start out with, just to milk the clock. And then it was interesting because our weakness as a defense, obviously, is the run. You'd think with the injuries it would be the pass, but I think often, uh, opposing offensive coordinators look at our run defense and they lick their chops. But the side effect of Pacheco having so much success and looking ridiculous, at, you know, his yards after contact were just insane. But it kind of had uh, the effect of helping us to achieve our game plan because um, we ran the ball enough to grind and milk that clock and shorten the game. And then the Chiefs did the same thing. <laughs> and shortened the game and then settled for field goals. thought oh, that Van Ness sack, by the way. That was freaking great. That Mahomes was like, nah, this guy cannot get to me. And he closed that gap so quickly. I mean, it didn't look like a spectacular play, but really, if you watch it again. I mean, his speed around that corner is amazing. Um, but yeah, I thought that everything kind of came together. Complementary football. And then also, like, the Chiefs were doing what actually would help us as well. And so, man. I am, I'm flying high today, my friend. Take care, I love y'all.
3: Yeah, the Lucas Van Ness thing wasn't it Justin Fields he caught earlier in the year. There was somebody that he was chasing down. I'm almost positive it was Fields, and he ended up catching him. And it's like that's not supposed to happen. Like, I, I mean, I understand that the Packers like athletic guys or whatever, but um, I did not realize that that level of athleticism was uh, was a thing which is also i mean part of the reason why i'm i'm very willing to be patient with Lucas Van Ness because he is such a freak. I mean he is he is just i mean any anybody can bust out. I don't care how how much of a freak you are, but if that dude can tap into his full potential, holy crap. He just needs to spend his entire life with Rashawn Gary, like you know, move into his basement, go train where he trains, when he trains and um he's going to be something special, but yeah man things are starting to come together you know I mean like you said Jordan Love is integrating with Matt LaFleur like they're becoming one which is kind of what we've been wanting right it just you felt sort of the conflict between Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers right there was a, a slight difference in philosophy and um it it just it didn't kind of flow as well and it just you just feel the flow of this it just it's so smooth in its operation and I'm I'm constantly anticipating the roughness I'm anticipating the problems and the clunkiness and the just, you know, nobody's open and throwing it away and just getting frustrated. And it just it just keeps working. And um, again, I I just with Jordan, but with everything else, it's like you keep setting the bar. And and just just a a half inch higher and just saying, okay, this is where they're at now. I don't think they can get any higher, but, you know, this is great. And then they go higher and it's like, wow. All right. No, great. And I'm I'm honestly gonna do it again. You know, I mean I'm I'm gonna go into this Giants game just with very low expectations, essentially saying, you know, please just don't crap the bed. Try to find a way to win. Don't look awful. You know, Jordan, don't, don't come out of this with zero touchdowns, two picks. Like, please just don't do that. That's that's just that's what I'm gonna do going into this game. And if they come out and Jordan has like a another three touchdown, zero interception game or something, it's just gonna be like, I I can't freaking believe this. But, you know, just take it a week at a time. And as I've said now, 75 different times. All we have to do this week is bask in it because I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, man. I don't know what's going to happen on Monday. I don't know how this year is going to end or what we're going to be saying in this offseason. But we got this week to enjoy and we need to enjoy every inch of it because we have suffered. (laughs) We've done a lot of suffering. I know that sounds ridiculous coming from a Packer fan, but I mean, it's just it's been miserable. I'm not just talking about this little little patch of, of bad football play. I'm talking 2022 was horrendous. Our last several off-seasons have been entertaining, but awful. The amount of drama and anger and all this stuff, and it's like, man, we've got a unit now. Like one cohesive unit with everybody on the same page, everybody working toward a common goal, a common objective in, the, in, in a common way, with a common language, not two different offenses. And two different visions and like a, a split in the locker room between the old guys and the young guys. And, you know, like who's in the wrong and who's in the right. And all. it's just, no, it's just a group. And they're just, they're just working on getting better. And that's it. And they're getting better. And they're really freaking good. So, anyways, I'm going to leave it at that. You guys have a good rest of your night. I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye.